Joshua 6, 6 to 20 from the New Living Translation. So Joshua called together the priests and said, Take up the Ark of the Lord's Covenant and assign seven priests to walk in front of it, each carrying a ram's horn. Then he gave orders to the people, march around the town, and the armed men will lead the way in front of the Ark of the Lord. After Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests with the ram's horns started marching in the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched, and the Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priests with the horns and some behind the ark with the priests continually blowing the horns. Do not shout, do not even talk, Joshua commanded. Not a single word from any of you until I tell you to shout. Then shout. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day and then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests again carried the ark of the Lord. The seven priests with the ram's horns marched in front of the Ark of the Lord, blowing their horns. Again, the armed men marched both in front of the priests with the horns and behind the Ark of the Lord. At all this time, the priests were blowing their horns. On the second day, they marched around the town once and returned to the camp. They followed this pattern for six days. On the seventh day, the Israelites got up at dawn and marched around the town as they had done before. But this time they went around the town seven times. The seventh time around, as the priests sounded the long blast on their horns, Joshua commanded the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the town. Jericho and everything in it must be completely destroyed as an offering to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and the others in her house will be spared, for she protected our spies. Do not take any of the things set apart for destruction or you yourselves will be completely destroyed and you will bring trouble on the camp of Israel. Everything made from silver, gold, bronze or iron is sacred to the Lord and must be brought into his treasury. When the people heard the sound of the ram's horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. Now the book of Joshua is the story of how the people of Israel conquered Canaan. Jericho was at a vital point in the land that had to be conquered in order to be able to move on into the rest of Canaan. Now this story might seem strange to our modern Western ears. However, in the time that this happened, fighting and conquering lands and people were part of history. This land was promised to the Israelites and to take it and live in it, they had to follow God's instructions. The point of this story is ultimately about obedience to God. It tells how people are not to rely on themselves, but only on God. Instructions they were given on how to take Jericho were strange and unusual and were certainly not a recognised military strategy. However, the Israelites had to have the faith to do as they were told or they would not progress on in moving into Canaan. They were given careful, detailed instructions to be followed precisely over seven days. They were to walk around the town in a particular order with the ram's horns blowing, but otherwise in complete silence. Furthermore, they had to do this for precisely six days in exactly the same way and the same order and each time to go right around the walls once. Then on the seventh day, they had to do it all again in exactly the same way. Only this time, they must walk around the walls seven times, not once. Now, if the taking of Jericho was to be done by God's power and plan, then of course God could have made the walls fall away at any time anyway, without all this ceremony. But 
another vital part of God's plan was that the Israelites had to be learning to be obedient to God and to God's instructions. The marching showed that they had to put some effort into this too. They might trust God and it might be God's plan, but it would only work if they believed in it and did the work faithfully to his directions and his plan. They followed God's plan and the walls of Jericho tumbled and Jericho the city was taken. For us today, it speaks to says to me of how all too often we want immediate solutions and we want all our needs and wants met and met now. Our prayer intentions can often amount to please God sort it out now and hear my prayer now. We are impatient and feel so often that we do not have to wait on the Lord and we don't trust him. Instead, we want to trust in ourselves, in our health, our bank accounts, our position in the community, our reputation, our talents, our education. And at the bottom line, Basically, we want to trust in our own abilities. We don't quite trust in the Lord alone. We might compare it to Naaman's response when he was told he would have to wash seven times in the Jordan River. That's in 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 11 to 14. Cleansing only came to Naaman when he humbled himself and washed himself seven times exactly. Not four or five or even six, but seven. He had to do as he was told exactly to be cleaned and made well. Surely here, the Lord was teaching Israel the need to wait patiently and to find their rest and trust in him. And it's showing us a good lesson too. We need to be patient and trust in the Lord and in his timing and not in ourselves. Amen.